Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the 4 o'clock hour here on Gwen and Chris. Chris now uh, is en route straight to the gym. I think they were headed to the hotel. Change of plans. Headed to the gym. So we may have him on in the next 20, 30 minutes. We will uh, wait and see. So instead of a uh, Chris versus the fans, you'll get a uh, Gwen versus the fan here shortly, which gives you better odds, I believe. It gives you better odds? Yeah. To, okay. Not me, our listeners. Oh, our yeah. It definitely gives them better odds. Better odds. Yeah. Oh, it definitely gives them better well, just odds? Because, Is that what you're trying to say? Just because Chris can pull out things from like 1912. He definitely does that. And he's like, I don't really know an answer. Yeah, no. If, if I know it, it's, it's, it's going to come quick. If I don't. It's not, gonna it's come not at coming all. at all. There's not going to be like a last second like name thrown out. Yeah, like Chris tends to do. Um, that's going to get you, you know, are going to get you elimin- eliminated. Eliminated. So, yeah. Um, so, look, Gwen versus the fan, fan here shortly. Now, when we during the break, you, you dug up some more on this Kimmel Rogers thing, and where yeah. it all I was started. Se- Ryan sent it to me. By on the X. way, did we mention that? Uh, David Tepper, did we did we go over that? Oh, we did not either. David Tepper, we told you he's going to get fined. Yes, and it would be hefty by most accounts, except yeah. for an NFL owner yeah. account, three hundred thousand uh, dollars, which is kind of like chump change to a guy like David Tepper. But nonetheless, he's giving it up. Ah, he's just going to hand it over. He's not going to throw it at them. <laughs> he's not going to be like, hey. He- he could Paper throw it in quarters or he, something. He could. I don't know how the uh, the other owners would would appreciate uh, three hundred thousand pennies. Yeah, to him. that would be sweet though. That would be pretty funny actually. Because when I used to work at the bank, I would have people come in all the time and like get their nieces or nephews graduation presents in coins. And because you can't really spend coins, I mean you can, but it's you can't go pay for something twenty dollars with. Twenty dollars. It's not a, a good. Coin. It's not a good look. Yeah, I sat behind that guy in Seven Eleven the other day. He didn't make <laughs> me angry or anything. Twenty dollars and quarters. <laughs> no, he was. Ca- no, he was paying for his lotto tickets. Don't even get me started on the lotto, people. I'm fine with the lotto, but when you start doing your stuff at the the register, like I don't care what your favorite number is. I don't care how many times you played the lotto. Just you get know, me through the line. It, it does bother you when you're in a rush and you get stuck behind a. You know, a lotto person, <laughs> a lotto person that's buying like 10, 12. And then they look back at the tickets. line. And they're like, huh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, you've been there for 10 minutes. Um, so the so David Tepper fined three hundred thousand dollars. Now, the background for Aaron Rodgers taking that shot at Jimmy Kimmel 
Yeah, this seems this seems out of the blue to me. Yes, David Bakhtiari, he is a Packers offensive lineman, very good friends with Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But yesterday, he um, tweets out a picture of supposedly the Epstein list, the manifest of all the people that went to the island and went on his flights or whatever. I've tried to stay as far away from this story as possible. Um, but... So he he tweets this picture out, and in one of them, it has a blacked-out first name, and then it says I-M-M-E-L. And now, Animal? doing even further research, apparently that was not on the original picture. So that was added to David Bakhtiari's picture. So Immel is not on, according to Twitter, X is not on the original one. So Bakhtiari doctored it and put it up for like a joke or something. The reason that... How did this get out? How did that picture get out? I don't know. The reason that this is all happening is because Jimmy Kimmel uh, made fun of Rogers for not taking the vaccine. Aha, so there, there is. is the origin point of it all. Jimmy tried to pop a, a joke on uh, Aaron, and Aaron's not one to, to let things go. Yeah, for sure. So if you go to this website and you look at the original exhibit, it's not on the page. So they so this seems like a targeted joke that mm. is probably not going to end up as a joke. No, it doesn't sound like Jimmy's taking it as a Guess joke. Guess what? David Bakhtiari deleted this post ah. shortly after. But he's guess like, I, what? He's like, I don't want to be involved. Too it's late. It's going to be there forever <laughs> because that is crazy. I cannot believe that whatsoever. Cannot. But there you go. Yeah. I get Thank it. you, Ryan, it, for it, sending that to me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, without further ado, let's play some Gwyn I wish I had the Gwyn versus fans. fans open. I don't because I thought it was Chris. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we need to tell you about the prizes. You will also have a chance here if you beat Tony and Gwyn versus the fans. You will be able to win tickets to the Aztecs game tomorrow night. So first is the grand prize, a two-night stay or qualification for a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas Dinner uh, or Westgate Las Vegas Dinner at Edge Steakhouse and two tickets to Manilow at Westgate Las Vegas. Join Barry Manilow for an unforgettable evening at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. International Theater, enjoy show-stopping performances from Copacabana to Mandy and Can't Smile Without You, all while experiencing a night of illustrious showmanship. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see Manila at Westgate Las Vegas. And then again, you will win a pair of tickets to the San Diego State versus Fresno State basketball game tomorrow night at Viejas Arena. Grab your tickets now at GoAztecs.com. All right. I think it's time. I should have done more work on the questions over break, but I think that's the thing I needed the biggest break from. Questions? I don't. I, you know what? I'm not even mad that you came in her first day. Questions haven't been touched because you do these every day. You yeah. deserve a break. They, uh, thank you, Tony. You know what thank I'm saying? You very much. We'll you're, make you're, it up on the fly. You're much nicer than that guy who sits in that corner over there. I think his name is. Chris. We won't. We won't tell him. Yeah, we won't tell him. Let's get to our first contestant for today. Brandon. Brandon actually submitted a fantasy sports court question over the break, but he uh, it was too late for us to answer, so I answered it for him, and Brandon still went with it anyway. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm good. How are you? I ended up winning my uh, fantasy week, too. So nice. Very nice. What was your score? Did you score 180? 
Uh, I think it ended up being like 165 oh. to 153, I think. He had Jordan Love, who actually had a decent game, so he made a run at the end. Yeah, he did make a run at the end. Congratulations, there. Congratulations. Mine wasn't even close. I think I won by 65. Did you, did you already read off with the prize? And yes. Stuff? Okay. Now, Brandon, you know, i got to say this, too. You have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Tony gets it right, you're eliminated. If Tony gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And here we go, Brandon. Question number one. What NFL team has the fewest number of wins right now in the NFL? Uh, Carolina. Carolina is correct. David Tepper's Carolina Panthers. Yes, yes. They have two wins on the year. The Bears have the number one. Maybe that's why he really was throwing the the drink. Because he made a dumb trade to to (laughs) trade away DJ Moore and give it. Anyway, here is question number two. Alabama has the most appearances in the college football playoff. What college has the second most appearances in the playoff? Uh, Clemson. Clemson is correct. Wow. Nice job. That's pretty good. All right. Final question. Here we go. You get this right or Tony gets it wrong and you are qualified for Vegas and on your way to San Diego State tomorrow. What former NFL player was the last to win the Heisman Trophy while at Notre Dame? Uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know the answer. I'll throw out a guess. How about Jimmy Clausen? Not a bad guess. He was a good college football player. He tried, to, he tried to extort Stare. Cam Newton for a million dollars for oh, a jersey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. T- Tony, do you know what former NFL player was the last to win the Heisman Trophy while at Notre Dame? Unfortunately, I do. How do you – are you playing Chris right now? No, I, I just know this one. Okay. It's Tim Brown. It is Tim Brown. He did. He was the last – so I'm sorry, Brandon. Thank you for playing. Thank you for starting off Chris versus the fans in the new year the right way. Let's go to our next contestant. For some reason, Tony just flipped a coin. And was it heads or tails? It was heads. Okay, good. Uh, let's go to Rudy. Rudy, are you there? Yes. Yes, I am here. What's okay, up, Rudy? Rudy? Are you ready to play? Not much, right? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Question number one. What is the mascot of UCLA? Bruins. Bruins is correct. Sometimes I ask questions that are so easy that you can weed out the people that are just here for the backdoor win. All right, question number two. Tony's looking at me like I'm crazy. What? Kind of well, because if they can't get an easy sports question, then I know that they're just here to get questions wrong to the prize. Never mind. My mind is a weird place. <laughs> Rudy, what team was home for the AFC Championship last year? Kansas City. Touchdown, Kansas City! Correct. It's our guy, Mitch. Nice job. Uh, All right, here we go. Question number three. For all the marbles, who was the NFL commissioner before Roger Goodell? Oh, three syllables. Oh, God dang it. 
Oh man. I almost want to give you it for three syllables, but <laughs> that's a good call. I remember the guy. I can see him. I can see his face and everything. I'm not going to be singing. She'll be coming around the mountains. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay right there. I don't know that Tony knows. Oh, this. I do. I see How his do you face. Know this one. I just remember he had good hair for an old man. Oh, Paul wow. Tagliabu. Paul Tagliabu is correct. <laughs> Sorry about that, Rudy. Thanks for playing. Here we go to question. Or no, we need, <laughs> we need to get a new contestant is what I was trying to say there. David, San Diego. You're up What's next. up, David? What's up, gentlemen? It's Big Country, by the way. Big, big country, country in the building. All right. Here we go, <laughs> Big Country. Question number one. Who made the Aztecs shot to send them to the championship game last year? Oh, my gosh. I could, oh, Lord. Big Country. Oh, I watched it. I drove them. Oh, this is this. Okay, oh. all right. And I'm drawing a blank. Don't draw a blank, Big Country. Totally draw a blank. Oh, no. Tony? The one and the only Lamont Butler. Lamont Butler is correct. Sorry about that. Thanks for calling, Big San Country. San Diego legend. San Diego legend is correct. He's having a tough year, isn't he? I don't know if he's having a tough I don't year. He's not no, having a year that I think you were expecting him to catapult. I don't know why I needed to bring that up right after we are saying so, it's San Diego legend, and yeah. I go, he's having a tough year, huh? All right. Typical scrape. All right, we're going to the tiebreaker tiebreaker because I think we should. All right, so you need a name. Yeah, do we have a random player? Jerry Royster. <laughs> okay. Jerry Royster. I can't find him. Does he play baseball? Yes. Um. Oh, he was a Padre. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Let's get. This is a good one. He played a long time too. Yes, Sixteen he did. seasons. Let's go to Christian and Santee. Christian, you are playing the tiebreaker. Do you know how that works? Yes, I do. All right. So here we go, Tony. I'm going to ask you a question that needs a number answer. You're going to see if you can get it right on or not. Let's do this. How many? Strikeouts did he have in his career? Ah, uh, see, 16 years. Let's say about 350. 350 strikeouts in his career. Christian, is the answer higher or lower? I'm going to go higher. You're going to go higher. And you are correct. It was yeah. 534 strikeouts. So a little, a lot bit higher than what Tony said. But Christian, you are going to be qualified for this prize, and you are also going to get those tickets to go see the Aztecs play Fresno State tomorrow. So nice work. That is awesome stuff. Stay right. there, Christian. Stay there, Christian. Scraby will get to you on the other end. Let's step away, take a break. When we come back, the third man will join us finally. Chris Ello on the oh, way. Okay. More Quinn and Chris. Here's some traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Lewis shoots the jumper. Good! With 7.6 seconds to go, Jada Lewis hits the three. The women Aztecs get the win in overtime against Colorado State. And that right there was our Rate the Radio call on this Tuesday. And it comes from my partner, Chris Ello, who joins us finally after getting situated out in the Air Force. He is here on Gwen and Chris. Chris, how are you, my friend? Did I win the uh, Rate the Radio call prize today with that, uh, <laughs> with that brilliant call? You know, there was very little setup to that, but uh, it was a very exciting win for the uh, for these young ladies, and now they have a lot of confidence as they go into their next game tomorrow. So, it was fun to call. It's always fun to call a game winner, Tony. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, how was your break, my friend? My break was great. Um, I had a good time. Uh, I missed you guys. Uh, I, you know, secretly rooted against Scraby in the fantasy playoffs <laughs> in both weeks. In fact, I wouldn't even say I secretly rooted against him. I openly rooted against him, but it, it obviously didn't work. He uh, he won a very deserved championship. The only the only good thing for me was that uh, my wife on her uh, work league also had CD Lamb on her team, so she won her championship. So I guess I'm surrounded by champions right now. You wow. you are you are surrounded by champions. Yeah. I'd like it's- to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. The double champ is here, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll, yeah, I'll say no this: kidding. I'll say this. It's not often in our league that someone goes wire to wire. Actually, I think the guy you took out in the championship is the last guy to go wire to yeah, wire with yeah. Connor. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Scraby, after having the world's greatest draft, actually finishes the job and gets the championship. Yeah, he had one uh, one little bump in the road there. I think he lost two or three games in a row. I was lucky enough to beat him, but he got back on track. And uh, I mean, when you got Ceedee Lamb going crazy, and then you've got uh, you've got Brees Hall, Lamar that's Jackson. Even, that's even before Lamar Jackson and Kelsey. And right. Ch- I mean, Kelsey and Chase didn't do anything. They didn't need and, to do uh, anything. <laughs> they didn't need to do anything, right? You had so many guys going. And, uh, you know, the thing was, is Connor put up 190 points in the semifinals. He so but he had, had he done Cooper. that again, he actually could have beat you. But he got a, he got some bad luck because Amari Cooper ended up being out in the championship week. So, 
It was your turn, Scraby. That's all I can say. Well, thanks for being nice, guys. I, I, I told the guys I wasn't going to be annoying about my fantasy until actually it was official that I won. <laughs> and then I sent a text to them, four separate texts. The champ is here! The yeah. champ is here, all in caps. And I was like, I know I'm annoying, guys, but you guys were very nice about it. No, you, you know what? I, I, you deserved it. It's fun to it's fun to make fun of you when it's going on, but it's no it's actually no fun of you to make fun of you when you win. So yeah, it's still fun I'm looking forward to you returning to normal next season. <laughs> yeah. We need to get, get back to our normal league next year. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, you, ladies taking on uh, Air Force today. What's the uh, what's the what's the haps on that game? What's the vibe the is very report? good. The vibe is good. Uh, Air Force is always a tough place to play, no matter what their record, because the altitude. I'm like out of gas just sitting up here talking to you guys. <laughs> it's so the air is so thin here, and uh, a lot of these kids will be playing up in the altitude for the first time. So that'll be their challenge, but. Uh, how about those men Aztecs? I, I, yeah. I mean that uh, that win at Gonzaga was incredible. I don't I don't understand, you know the uh, the AP voters. I guess I never will. Um, but I did look up the uh, bracketology today, and the Aztecs are a six seed. Gonzaga is a ninth seed in the bracketology. So at least somebody out there has it figured out that the Aztecs should certainly be ahead of Gonzaga. Yeah, clearly the AP doesn't because no, uh, no matter what the Aztecs do, I mean, Chris, I can't think of a, a better win. You go into Gonzaga and yeah. you, you don't just beat them. You, you beat them pretty well. You beat them by 10 on their home floor yeah. and you can't get into the top 25. And I said earlier, I know it's not that big of a deal, but it certainly is for bragging rights, but it also helps with the seeding portion of things. The higher you are in the AP, usually the better your seed's going to be. Uh, but who at this point, I, I, I almost expect it for, for, for the Aztecs. Yeah, I didn't think they could do it on this one. I mean, I expected to, Tony, but I thought on this particular poll, I mean, look, UConn, you know, they're the defending national champs. They're a top five team. They refused to play Gonzaga at the kennel in Spokane. So when they came out to play Gonzaga, they played at a neutral site in Seattle. And they beat them, and that was recognized as a really nice win for UConn. But for the Aztecs to go into that arena where they had won 88 of their last 89 games and to beat them pretty comfortably, that's one of the better wins on the road anywhere in the nation. And I just can't believe that the AP voters weren't smart enough to recognize that. Yeah, they clearly uh, weren't watching the same games that you and I were watching. Now, yeah. uh, a couple of things, that, a couple of games that I thought we should. Well, first, let's talk. We, me and me and Scraby talked a little bit about uh, about this, but Lamar Jackson. They go in, they beat the Niners, then they come out last week. They beat the Dolphins. They beat your squad at home. They beat both of them pretty good. Yeah. What was your takeaway from, from that game against the Ravens? Well, here's my thing. If Lamar Jackson's going to be that accurate when he's passing, yeah, you can forget about it. I mean, the Super Bowl trophy is his because you have to play him you know, to pass. You have to let him throw the ball. If you, if you try to stop, if you let him run, he's going to kill you even worse. Yeah. And I think Miami played you know, a bit soft. Maybe the Niners did the same thing. But they 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 challenged Lamar Jackson to be accurate. I don't know how much more accurate he could be, Tony. Yeah. He was 19 for 20, and the only pass he missed was dropped. I, I mean, he was just absolutely pinpoint 
And if he's that, if he's that good, it's a wrap. first of all, he's locked up the MVP award. I, I don't even think there's any discussion about that. But if he's going to continue to be that good, I don't think teams are going to be able to stop him. The, the, the tough part for the Dolphins was, I mean, at least the thought going in was, hey, don't let him create longer plays and have your, your defenders having to guard receivers longer. The only problem right. is they actually kept him in the pocket, as you said, and he still picked them apart without oh, he using just his legs. Them. He absolutely burned them, and those throws were right on target. I thought the biggest play of the game was it was 21 to 13 right before halftime, and it was fourth down. And if Miami gets a stop, they probably have a chance to go down and kick a field goal before the half, and Baltimore went for it. And he threw that crossing pattern to the tight end. It was perfect coverage, and the tight end reaches out with one arm, brings it in, and then runs for a touchdown. That was an unbelievable play. And, uh, you know, Baltimore's playing at an incredible level right now. And their defense and, uh, is lights out right now. And their defense is really, really good. I mean, Miami, you know, did some things early in the game, but they couldn't sustain it. So, you know, hats off. This season has, you know, been interesting in the it way has. that it started out with Philadelphia looking like they were the team, started out with Kansas City again looking like they were the team. Now, you know, Philadelphia's certainly fallen out. It shifted to the Niners. But even the Niners, as arrogant as Scraby is, they can't, they can't possibly boast that they're better than the Ravens right now. No, no. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely the season. And we talked about this. Like, the NFL season, is, is it comes in, like, thirds almost. Like, first yeah. third of the season, it certainly felt like the Eagles were the team. Then, like, for the middle portion, up until that, that Baltimore game, it looked like the Niners were the team. And now it looks like Baltimore may be the favorite as – they go into it. Uh, officials, once again, at the forefront of the NFL. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you saw that Dallas-Detroit game in which oh, yeah. uh, you, you had, it looked to be, a, peer, a, a, a lineman report. The official not get that report. They score the two-point conversion, and it's taken away because of the penalty. And it's not so much about that play, more so that you and I have discussed the officials far more than I think any of us want to be discussing them. I was the same officiating crew that missed the uh, the um, pass, pass interference, interference at yeah. the very end of the Packers uh, Chiefs game a few weeks ago. Look, you know I defend officials at all costs, Tony. I cannot I cannot defend the official on that. That's absolutely inexcusable, one hundred percent, for that lineman to apparently run right over into his face <laughs> yeah. and say, "I'm eligible." And for the official to get it wrong and, you know, report the wrong thing. That is just a mistake that cannot happen. I mean, there's erasers on pencils because people make mistakes, but you can't make that mistake. No. The Lions, I think, are better than the Cowboys. And I think they're going to get a chance to prove it in the playoffs. You know, I think I, I think the best two teams in the NFC right now are are, are San Francisco and Detroit, honestly. I, I'm not I'm not into Dallas. I'm not into certainly not into Philadelphia. And um, I think the Lions, even though they lost that game, proved that they're a better ball club. I actually have some Dan Campbell from after the game of him trying to explain what happened he, because I gotta give Dan a whole lot of credit because he you could almost see the steam coming out of his ears <laughs> as, as he was doing his best to try to yeah. keep composed. He was like, this. "What we told you about the game?" <laughs> he he straight up said, "I don't want to talk about it right now." Here, here it is. Yeah, the explanation was seventy reported. Yes. 
to announce that if, if both um, players report? Two people can't report. I don't want to talk about it. Right. I explain everything pregame to a T. Okay, I did that. 70 reported, 58 didn't, or 68 didn't. We threw it to 68. That was the explanation. <laughs> he was steaming. And well, that's the other so. part of it, guys, is that he went because a lot of I heard Steve Mariucci talking after the game on NFL Network, and, and he said that, a, you know, when you have a trick play like that in the game, most times you go up to the officials before the game yeah. ever starts yeah. and you tell them, hey, look out for this. We're going to run this and, you know, make sure that you don't call it illegal and, you know, because we're going to do this and we don't want to catch the officials by surprise. And he, that's what Dan Campbell was saying there. Yeah. I did that. I told them before the game that we were going to throw to 68. So it's just no excuse for the official to mess that up in that situation. And I hope that the NFL, you know, makes their officials at least accountable in this situation and doesn't give that referee crew any playoff game. Yeah, it sounds like they're I think not they demoted. Yeah, him. they did. They demoted them the very the next yeah. day. So they won't Good. get an opportunity. Well, they should have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I I found that part fascinating because I was telling Scraby before before or early in the show I had no idea that they meet with the referees on those particular plays they tell them exactly who's going to be eligible and for them yeah. to get that wrong you can understand why Dan Campbell was so so irritated um, after that yeah. call he had every right to be he certainly did and you know I mean even Jared Goff mentioned it in the post game he goes I want to make sure people don't think that the fix is in. I mean, he was trying to kind of defend the NFL because you know that people like Scraby are going to run away with their minds <laughs> thinking that this was all for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. This was just an honest mistake, but it's an honest mistake that cannot be made. Yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a costly mistake, too. It could be a costly mistake. All right, yeah, let's get sure. to break. We got a big five, our first of 2024 yeah. on the other end. Speaking of NFL players being weird, Jair Alexander did something a couple weeks ago that we have oh, to talk about. I can't wait we to, talk about, to talk about it. That is weird. That is weird. <laughs> More good and Chris on the way. Four thirty-nine on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello from Air Force. It's gravy. Uh, Chris, the the women play tomorrow, correct? Yeah, they play tomorrow night, and then I'll be home Thursday morning. But uh, I'll definitely be with you guys uh, before the game tomorrow night. So it's all. I, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I've been here fifteen years, coming on these games, and it's always kind of a thrill to come on the uh, campus of the United States Air Force Academy. It's a, it's a special place. And, you know, San Diego, of course, with all of our service people and presence there, you know, I mean, it just gives you, gives you a moment to really appreciate what all these young people do for all of us around the country and around the world. So it's fun to be here. Without a doubt. All right, Scrabe, uh, you got a big five lined up for us. Before we get to that, let's take some traffic. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, as Tony said, first big five of the year coming your way, and I promise I'm not going to make any mistakes that I plan. Number five. I may make a mistake. Uh, Chris, I've been making mistakes all show, and it's been bad. It's just been just been annoying, so. Here I am. Okay, here you are. All right, let's uh, move on to number five. Number five. And we're going to start with the National League West. Now, uh, over the weekend, or over the holidays, the they, Dodgers signed Yoshinobu Yamamoto to a... T- t- oh, my gosh. It's definitely the first day back in a while. After the news came down of the Dodgers signing Yoshinobu Yamamoto to a 12-year, $325 million deal, the National League West had become the place you go to get paid. AJ Proler recognized that in an interview after news of the signing. And he said, quote, every year the, NF- the NL West is one of the most competitive divisions, both in-season and the off-season. Every year it feels like more talent is always added. It's just an expectation that you have to be good to come out of the West. It's some really good front offices, good ownership groups that are really hungry to win. That's just kind of known every off-season that teams are going to try to improve and usually do. And it makes everyone understand that you have to be ready to go at the start of the season, end quote. So... Tony, you go first here today. From top to bottom, executives, coaches, players, is the National League West the most div- difficult division in baseball? Because you got like the AL West with the Astros always competing. Yeah, no, I, I think the. I would say it's second. AL East is probably still top to bottom more competitive. The Rockies do us no favors in terms of the NL West. Like, if you remove the Rockies out of the NL West, yes, Yes. the NL West would be the most competitive. But when you got a team literally, and I'm not saying figurative, literally not trying to win games, it kind of kind of pours cold water on your whole division being the toughest. Yeah, that that is true. What do you think, Chris? NL West, toughest division in baseball from top to bottom? Yeah, no, Tony stole my answer. I mean, this was like a perfect setup for me to make fun of Dick Monster. (laughs) (laughs) Tony got there ahead of me. I mean, the Rockies are so bad that 
the other four teams could win 100 games and it would still not be the best division, you know, because the Rockies are going to bring it down. The the AL East, almost every team was at 500. So I, I'd still, you know, you got players going to the Yankees. They're going to the Blue Jays. You know, the Red Sox are always signing players. Um, but the NL West is, you know, it's terrific. And, you know, the, it was the last couple of weeks I don't think was great for the Padres. I know they got Matsui, and I'm excited about that. But, you know, the, they've got a lot of work to do if they're going to, if they're going to try to keep up with what everybody else did. Yes, yes. The NL, if it wasn't for the Rockies, the NOS would be the toughest division in baseball. Dick Monfort. All right. <laughs> uh, now that we saw the two college football playoff games yesterday, we also saw Florida State get absolutely demolished by Georgia, 63-3 to in the Orange Bowl. Chris, is it fair to say we saw the reason why Florida State was not selected to the college football playoff? Uh, no, I don't think that's fair to say, um, because that certainly wasn't Florida State's team that played right, Georgia. Right. I mean, they had 30 guys that sat out of the game and their third-string quarterback. Um, you know, so I don't know that you can make that blanket statement. The one statement you can certainly make is the one that Kirby Smart made after that game, yes, yes. which is that the bowl system is completely broken. It's completely, t- utterly broken. And, you know, I, I, I hate to say that because my wife's a red coat and works with the Holiday Bowl, and... I know how the heart and soul that those people put into the Holiday Bowl every year, but unless I don't know what rule you can put in Tony to make players play, but unless something is done to change the way you know it currently is in college football with a 12-team playoff next year, I just don't know how what the bowls are going to do. I mean, they're 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 real they're literally exhibition games right now. You have no idea what's going to happen in any of them, so. I, that's the thing that concerns me more than what happened to Florida State. Tony, uh, is it fair to say we saw the reason why Florida State was not selected? No, I, I don't think you can say that it's fair. Because as Chris said, 30 guys sat out. That, oh, I only that, saw the ones they put on the screen. Yeah, that's that's a lot uh, for any team. I don't care if you're – I could be Alabama. If 30 guys of your better guys sit out, you're not going to be as competitive. And that's what we saw in that game. I, I think Kirby Smart – hit the nail on the head they got to find a way to fix this i don't know what the answer is i mentioned taking out insurance policies on these guys in case they get hurt but this is the conundrum you're in right and we've talked about it we can't now go back and say you know we watched coaches for years be able to jump ship leave you know players are taking their business opportunities very seriously now and so how do you combat that? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but the system as it is right now clearly is not working. Now, you can hope that with the additional, what, eight teams that will be in the playoffs next year, that playing for a national championship will make them want to play more. Make them want to play more. But we'll have to wait and see how much that affects it. I mean, you, don't know. You, you get a lot of cool stuff as a player when you go to a bowl game. Nothing is as cool as that big bag of cash they give you when you are drafted <laughs> in the first round. Fine. I understand yeah, I that, mean, too. A Sony Walkman doesn't beat out a million-dollar paycheck. Wait, so. they're just giving away their Walkman <laughs> for free? The, they brought the Walkmans back. Man. Number three. 
Now, on Sunday, the Ravens honored a player from their game day tradition, Legend of the Game, a game which is a tradition to, in Baltimore to recognize a former player for his accomplishments both on and off the field. That player on Sunday was former running back Ray Rice. In 2014, you may remember, he was caught on video punching his then-fiance, now-wife, so hard that it knocked her out, then dragging her unconscious body out of an elevator. After he was arrested for the assault, the NFL initially suspended him just two games, which caused anger and turned to widespread public outrage when the video became public. But Ravens cut him. His NFL career was over. So why honor him now, people are asking. Rice says honoring him allows him to show that he has changed. Quote, I truly understand why I was let go and why so many hearts uh, changed. But hopefully people can see where I'm at now. They say people can change, right? I am not the same person I was 10 to 12 years ago. That's just not who I am. Chris, it's crazy that for, it was that long ago. I, it is crazy. Tony, yeah. uh, is it wrong? was it wrong for them to honor Ray Rice? I don't think so. I think there's been enough time that has passed. And I would like to believe that had there been any other incidents at all, that the Ravens wouldn't have honored him. I, I'm going to assume that because they did, he has been yeah. on the straight and narrow since so that since 2014. And I, I do believe, I tell you guys all the time, I believe in second, third chances. For Ray Rice, this is a second opportunity. Now, he's not, he didn't get the opportunity to play football Sounds ever again. It's different for me. You know, he, he didn't get He an, paid the ultimate price. He did. He lost his career over it. And, uh, you know, I think. He still was a big piece of the Ravens organization when he was playing. So I don't have a problem with him honoring uh, Ray Rice. And I, I acknowledges, look, I, I understand why I, was, why I was let go. And he seems to have made the change. So I don't have a problem with it. Insert Ray Lewis joke here. Chris, huh. is it wrong to well, honor a couple Ray of, Rice? Well, a couple of things. Yeah, a couple of things. First of all, I wish they hadn't. Oh, the game is over, everybody. Yeah, no, that practice segment's over. Um, no, the first thing is I wish they hadn't have honored Ray Rice because it obviously pumped up the Ravens enough to beat the crap out of the Dolphins. So maybe that, that part I didn't like. Um, but I agree with Tony. I mean, you can't tell me that you have a problem with them honoring Ray Rice, but you don't have a problem with the fact that Kareem Hunt is still playing every Sunday, uh, you know, in Cleveland. Um, so... You know, I, I agree with Tony. I mean, nine years is a long time. He's had he paid the ultimate price. Uh, the organization wanted to thank him for what he did on the field. We we've had to we we've had to make a deal with the devil to love the NFL. I've told you guys a million times. Every time Tyreek Hill catches a touchdown, I celebrate. But at the same time, you know, I realize that he's pretty lucky to still be playing. And, yeah. You know, this is just the way it goes, and you know, in the National Football League, there unfortunately these incidents have come up. And honestly, I think the league's doing it. I know this is going to sound weird, but it seems like they're doing a better job at, you know, curtailing this kind of thing. We're not really hearing about it as much, and you know, hopefully, you know, the thing that happened to Ray Rice is going to keep it from ever happening again elsewhere. I love that the girls are getting I was just about in practice to say, right now. This is deja yeah, vu of me in high school dying in my conditioning. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should see they're racing up and down the floor and they're gasping for air. Oh, my gosh. The, I can hear altitude. it in uh, Coach uh, Terry Hudson's voice that she is not messing around. Yeah. Number She's two. got working hard. Uh, this happened a few weeks ago, but it's still strange, so I this wanted to bring it hilarious. up. This was hilarious. Packers star cornerback Jair Alexander did something really kind of weird against the Panthers in Charlotte a few weeks ago. 
He was actually born in Charlotte. He made himself a game captain by running onto the field with Aaron Jones, Eric Wilson, and Quay Walker, according to ESPN. But after winning the toss, here, there's two parts of the story. Yeah. First part is is that he made himself a captain. He made That's himself a captain. Part. The Packers choose captains every week, and he was not chosen. So he went out there anyway. Second part of the story is that he almost messed up the coin toss because he said that he wanted their defense on the field. Uh, which, is not, which is not the same as deferring. Yes, they were going to have to kick twice <laughs> with the way that Jair Alexander said it. So the referees clarified it. Everything was fine. But they ended up suspending him for one game for this. And Alex Kemp and uh, Green Bay head coach Matt LaFleur, I'm uh, not referee Alex Kemp, head coach Matt LaFleur called Alexander's near miscue a big mistake. He was not happy. He said that's something you review with your guys before they go out there every time. Hey, we win the toss. We're going to defer. Uh, that's what he told re- reporters. So, again, they did suspend him one game. Chris, do you agree with the one-game suspension? Yes, I did in this particular case, but I think more than anything else, it was just a hilarious situation. <laughs> I, I, I love how the guy just said, you know what, I think I'll be a captain. It's in Charlotte. It's my hometown. I'm going to run out he there. He said coach didn't know. And, and not only did he run out there, but as you said, he boxed up the whole call and, uh, you know, almost cost him the, cost him a chance to receive the football. So, uh, yeah, this is a suspension, but it was, it was a funny suspension. Let's put it that way. The, the the irony in this is that the only reason why the call wasn't botched was because, ironically, Matt Lafleur went over it with the referees before the game yeah. of what they were going to do. Yeah. So they actually have these conversations, and sometimes a referee referee will listen. Yes. A referee uh, in will terms listen. of the suspension, yes, it was warranted. You can't make yourself a captain. And that, then go call the toss? <laughs> like, what? Not only go make yourself a captain because you're in your hometown, but then botch the the, the toss after that. Can you that, imagine the confusion the, on the sideline he when he's said running we, out there? We want to defend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you imagine Next, kicking off the first half and then kicking off again the second uh, half? Oh, my gosh. Not, next thing you know, this weekend against the Bears, they're going to run out on offense, and Jair Alexander is going to point himself the quarterback, <laughs> get into the huddle, and start calling signals. Seriously, Matt Lafleur is going to have to haul him back to the sidelines. That's, that's a first, right? This is the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. Like he's when he's on the field, and he hasn't been on the yeah, field during the, the duration of his contract. Yeah, which I think plays into the fact that a he wasn't the captain, b they suspended him. Yeah. Yeah, he's exactly. been he's missed a lot of games since signing his, yeah since signing his contract. It seems like this might be uh, the writing on the wall for the end of his time in Green Bay. Number one. All right, so we talked about it a little bit earlier, but Kenny Pickett of the Steelers had a report out saying that he did not dress for the game against the Seahawks over the weekend because he didn't want to play backup quarterback to Mason Rudolph. We played the audio a little bit ago. He said that's completely bogus, but some people are trying to figure out how. We can hold reporters responsible. Can a team have a strike system against a reporter? Like, if you have access to the team and you report something false, can you get three strikes and you and you lose your credentials, Tony? I don't know. Um, maybe it shouldn't come from the teams. It should it come, come from, from the bosses. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it just is a little dicey when the team is the one that's and then gets, silencing someone. Right, you know, so you don't want that. But... Uh, I think you. I, I don't know that we can get back to that time again. Unfortunately, it. Uh, it just seems like it, the the bad reporting or the reports that aren't accurate 
have become more and more frequent since social media really arrived. Chris will give his answer on the other side. We are also going to talk about all the Padres moves that happened over the holidays while we were gone. So that's up next. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.